the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, broadcasting live with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we'll take your calls at 210-308-8867, or come by. There are so many people here enjoying the Halloween, enjoying the nice, uh, all the uh, decorations and the pumpkin patch, and uh, there's so many people out here uh, just enjoying the nice, cool weather and doing shopping. I'll, I'll give you reports on what they're buying in just a second. But, uh, yeah, come on out and visit with us. You can ask your gardening question in person. That's sometimes easier. You do not have to be on the radio. We will ask you if you want to, and you can say no if you want to. So You've changed so well. I know. Is that true? You mean we wouldn't have been on the radio 24 years? No, I, no we told you you had to. That was, yeah. You didn't have a choice. <laughs> but, but 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All righty. You know, I'm trying to, th- yes, yes, sir? One thing. As I was walking up here, you can't. <laughs> You can't get ahead of Trace. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Right, you here he comes. <laughs> oh, sure. I always try to think I'm going to bring something in here that he hasn't got plenty of. Or mentioned to him that he, something he hasn't got plenty of. He may be talking about you, Trace. <laughs> I could tell. And I figured he hadn't, he hadn't stocked up on spinach yet. Did that last week? <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Well, the there's a whole bench full of them out there, and they're beautiful. Ashley. So I thought he was going for Cardiaster myself. <laughs> oh, okay. I just had to wait and see where he well, where he went with that. There's several things, and that that uh, uh, path of uh, blue flamingo out there got my teeth. Those are on sale. Yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, they're pretty. There's a few monarchs out here, too. What? Monarchs. Are you actually seeing monarchs, real monarchs? Yep. How do you know? Not at not at my house. I haven't seen uh, them, but I saw, I saw them here today. Congratulations, Trace. You have monarchs. <laughs> well, we've had... Thank, uh, thank you, I think. Yeah. Gesundheit? Is it, which, what's appropriate? Yeah, I yeah. don't know what they say. Well, yeah, they, they, they've been here for several weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. But no. uh, today... Today, especially. Well, was it Dan that wanted to thank Calvin for pointing out that he did indeed not have monarchs? Right, right, yeah. yeah so he called last Sunday and said, thanks, Calvin. Uh. Actually, he was nicer about it. He said, thank you. He didn't know there were that many species. Maybe you'll call in today and thank you at 210-308-8867. Well, I kind of suspected they, w- 
they weren't monarchs when he uh, described the what they were doing and on what kind of flowers they were on. And you know, we expect that from Jerry to disappoint uh-huh. people, but not you, Calvin. <laughs> not Calvin. Come on, Calvin. <laughs> Speaking of not disappointing, Calvin. Uh, I see the cyclamens in there pretty They terrible. are, and yeah. a handful of primrose as well. Oh, okay. Well, and the worst thing is that it's like a, there's a, a bit of a conspiracy there that my favorite purple is right on that, yeah. that corner <laughs> facing us. I got to stare at it there. Now, if I planned it, I'd put it right here. Yeah. <laughs> too sunny, too sunny. Oh, so gosh, what, what are you going to have thing. to remove, Calvin? Well, that's what I was telling Trace. Uh, my begonia, my whopper begonias, still, oh, man. still, still look good. Uh, you you think you, you think you're mad enough to do that? Not yet. Pull them whoppers out and not yet. <laughs> put the cyclamens in. It well. it helps that the uh, the squirrels and the possums and the West <laughs> West Highland terriers are a lot of activity in the in the whoppers. Yeah. The uh, and people are walking out with some of those big, beautiful mums uh, in tight bud. Yeah, and they're on sale, too. Those, I saw yeah. those mums. Are well, the, yeah, all mums are on sale. For, for sale. For sale. They start at three ninety nine and go up. Yeah. What? I'm looking volunteer just what are, what are the spinach? How much are the spinach? Spinach would be two ninety nine. Is that the orange, the burnt orange fire bush or something that we got one year? Or something. You remember that? I'm I'm not remembering what that is. Uh-oh. That's, that's not. I was just admiring my. Uh, I I got a bunch of uh, the orange zinnias, a month several months ago, huh. and well, they are just loaded with uh, uh, butterflies. We'll ask Jerry. It'll no sit. monarchs oh, yet, but uh, lots of queens you know and golf fritillaries. <laughs> He's looking at it now. Uh, is that a Cape honeysuckle? No, I don't think so. No. I don't remember buying that. I think it was oh, a plant. This, this is in your yard? Yeah, volunteered. It was a plant of the weekend, I think, one time. Let's see it. All right. <laughs> I feel bad because it shows that I bought a pot, but it doesn't show that I'm using it. Or it shows that I'm not using it. So. All right. Well, that, yeah. that looks like one of those... Uh, Undisciplined, uh, Jerry. The oh shrimp plants. There's a there's a oh. whole bunch of version version that you didn't get. You didn't get it in a no, but that it's, it's it's near it's it's yeah it's near a shrimp plant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> you know there there there's some really uh, some that got really disciplined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Con- uh, concentrated well, flowers, and then there's some that are. Are kind of loose, just like that. I got one that I think came in with some other plant, and it's now it's uh, two and a half feet around. And and it attracts shrimp, right? Uh, yeah, I know. But it, that, if that, you eat the bloom, deep fry the blooms. Pollinators, for sure. Good. If okay, you we'll deep see. fry the blooms, you're right. It's, tar- so it's like shrimp. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Just batter them and yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, it's near a uh, old-fashioned rust-colored. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. I thought. Remember Trace a while back had a um, an orange-colored. I thought it was an orange-colored uh, firebush that 
he was really proud of and got some and played it planned for the weekend and I bought one because of UT and uh, <laughs> but I guess not because if he didn't recognize what, it in memory of UT or no oh it's in memory of my days at UT oh, oh okay okay <laughs> all right 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and toll free it's 866-308-8867 you'll hear it chug by in just a second we've got the the terror train chugging around we've got the um the hay has come in so the maze is open and uh yep lots of uh, stuff going on here uh next saturday uh, next saturday or sunday sunday i believe uh, we have the, uh, it's on at MillburgerNursery.com. I'll check it out for sure to get you the right day because this is important. And, and their link is at MillburgerNursery.com as well. But, yeah, they, the university uh, health system is going to be here with their uh, bus that does mammograms. And uh, so if uh, insurance or for any reason uh, you've been unable to get one, this is a good way to uh, to come on out. And I think you, ha- I don't know if you have to schedule or not. I need to find out more details. That's but, but, oh. but it's on nursery dot com. It was in the paper. Oh, it is okay in the ad this week. Yeah, th- this. Uh, yeah, the Saturday paper. Okay. In the, the ad in it uh, emphasized the mammogram. Okay, good. Yeah, that's coming up next weekend, and let's see what day. So it is the sixteenth from ten to two here at Millburgers. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, I don't know if you have to. There's a link. Uh, yeah, click here to register. Walk-ins are welcome. So there you go. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 I was looking at the, uh, the, the ad? ad list. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Uh, it, it occurred to me. I never had looked at it. Look at when you say "amazing maze." Oh, the the you yes. got maze and amazing. Yes, I it, didn't realize that. It's a play on words. Yeah, yeah maze and maze. <laughs> okay, you didn't come up with that. I did not. Oh, I think Charles <laughs> originally. Huh? I think so. Yeah, the as the garden moms, and they've got the uh, uh, diathus tail star diathus. Uh, <laughs> uh, low-growing, dense, annual, great for fall color, produces showy, slightly fragrant, carnation-like flowers in shades of pink, white, and more. <coughs> great for containers and uses borders and edging. Four-inch pot, regularly a dollar fifty. Oh, oh. regularly a dollar fifty-nine. Bad news. Four for five dollars. Why did you say bad news? Buck twenty-five. Buck twenty-five is it? Or yeah, there you go. A piece. (laughs) And they still got the marigolds on sale. You know they got uh, calendulas over there too. Yeah. And stocks. (laughs) Yeah. uh, When I was walking in, they're right there where you walk in by the uh, cash register. I could smell them. They were fragrant. Yeah, was, now that that is not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, that, you, that is not a subtle fragrance like <laughs> yeah. you're talking about. I uh, started the sm- pansies and things. <laughs> I started smelling them by the cash yeah, register. They're, they're wonderful. They and uh, <laughs> and our sweet peas. So they're in the different. Yeah. 
Well, Alyssa, I guess Alyssa is in that same yeah. league. But and, uh, there, and there's a there's a Lissom here too. Yeah. The white one and the red one. I like, the white one does better uh, than I have. Yeah, the past, uh, uh, pollinators, uh, especially the butterflies, really like the Lissom. Yeah. The uh, like he said, uh, they got a beautiful display of uh, blue plumbago there. Mm-hmm. That's really pretty. And it's a deeper blue than I recall. So it's kind of a... Hi. Hi. Did you have a question? Yeah. Can we ask it on the air? Okay. You got the mic. What's your question? These guys can hear you and help you. We have a peach tree that is about five or six years old. The first two years it produced fruit. Every year it has lots of blossoms. And mm, we get maybe five or six little peaches that start. And then they fall off. What variety is it? Do you remember what variety? What kind? We don't remember the variety. Now, how did it fare in that that freeze? That February freeze. It fared very well. Okay, because I, I, you know, I was worried that maybe the rootstocks not snuck in there. If you had a good performance, peaches quite often are on a rootstock. And so if the top gets uh, killed, yeah. then you'll have a new plant start no, it and the wasn't, rootstock. No, no, didn't have that. Did it bloom? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh it's a beautiful tree. It's Absolutely gorgeous. 15 feet tall? Yeah. And about that wide? <laughs> what wow. Color, what color are the flowers? Are they pink. The, pink. Whitey's yeah. pink. Uh, <laughs> well... It's been dry. That could have happened, have, uh, yeah. caused them to fall but off. It's been four years since we really had any peaches. It hasn't been dry all the time. Okay. Four years, huh? Yeah, we're thinking about just taking it down. But Well, when, are you, when you first started talking and y'all said it was, what, how old was it? How old is it? Five to eight years old? That's about the life of a peach. Oh, it here. is. Yeah. But it's... But it's the plant still looks good? Oh, oh yeah. it's just gorgeous. Lots of foliage. Trunk is about like this. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it's a beautiful tree. It shades um, four windows. Oh, that's nice. In our house. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd keep it until you, you don't see anything oozing out the bottom no. of the trunk. No, it's very healthy. Good. No, just have, don't get any peaches. I have cedar bark around the base. Good. That's good. <laughs> now, now the the main reason the peaches don't produce are are that you get the re, the variety you have requires more cold than we get in the winter time. But your first two years you got fruit. Yes. And do you, do you remember if that was, was that colder? You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I oh, cause I'm, we, we I'm, can't remember yesterday, Kevin. Yeah, I'm think, uh, <laughs> my, my One of my favorite is June Gold. But June Gold has gone through kind of a pattern like you've talked about, too. June Gold always always had fruit, always, even then when we didn't have much cold. But late, for the last few years, it has not uh, performed very yeah. well. Do you remember the fruit? Uh, 
when it when you peeled it, uh, did it come away from the seed? Yes. It's fruit stone. Okay. It did. That's a that's was, a hint. They were <laughs> this size peaches. Okay. They were a little smaller than a softball. I'm with Jerry baseball though. Size. I, I, as long as the the tree looks good and it's blooming, uh, yeah. Continue to uh, give it a more of a chance. Fertilize it good. Huh? Fertilize it good. Um. Not necessarily if it's, <laughs> growing, if it's growing good. Yeah. The uh, a lot of, a lot of times you fer- you fertilize uh, some uh, in the spring and then you give it a little more fertilizer if it didn't grow a lot in the late summer. Yeah, the new new growth has to be six to eight inches. Yeah. Or I, I can you know trim it out. They say to you know trim yeah. out the middle. Yeah. And by the end of this. Yeah. Summer, you know, we'll, yeah, growing like that. Yeah, oh, okay. well, you, want, you don't want to, you, you want to compromise there in terms of growth, and uh, not not concentrating on foliage, but concentrating on fruit production. So don't, yeah, don't give it any fertil- more fertilizer this year. Yeah, yeah, we and, haven't been really fertilizing yeah. it. And like I said, look at the new growth, and if you got, you know, a, a reddish. And uh, if it if it's uh, over eight inches long, the new growth, then uh, you don't ne- don't need to fertilize it at all. Yeah. It's, it's got plenty of growth. Yeah, okay. and it's near enough the house that it gets the runoff water when it rains. No, that's so good. That that's what about the sun? It gets lots of sun. South south side of the house. South and west. Yeah, fully open. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, when it has more peaches, bring us uh, a dozen or so. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. And uh, we'll look at it and see if we can tell the variety. <laughs> what what variety, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a we'd have to eat six or eight before we could tell you what variety. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You remember, was, uh, was it late in the uh, when that ad fruit was late in the season? Or yes, early? it was. The yeah. fruit ripened. Um, we were probably able to harvest fruit late august oh wow middle august so that's consistent with it being a yeah, yeah freestyle quality yeah that might be a red skin or a yeah <laughs> i dare not ask you don't remember where you bought it did you where we you bought it yeah home depot uh, was it yeah okay got it at home depot okay see that could yeah that could be a that's one a, of the late late uh species well it obviously is one of the yeah. species. <laughs> Well, let's see. We probably got enough coal, or maybe too much coal, uh, oh. last year, last couple of years. Oh. And it could, okay. could, you could have lost some bad buds, fruit buds, in that. In okay. That extremely hard fruit. It could have. We had a like if we had a late frost or yeah, a cold yeah. chill, then it would have done away with the. Yeah. Okay, that might be. Okay. Well, that might be the okay, problem run, instead run of the other way. We, What's that? We we don't want to get under any more guesses. We've gotten. Oh, yeah. Are you guessed out? Yeah, I'm guessed okay. out. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a good sign that the the tree is healthy and you don't. No. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. So let a yeah, give it a few more years. One more question. Sure. We're planting two apple trees. What kind? Uh, Anna. Okay. And uh, 
Annan and, and uh, whatever they're supposed to cross with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Shimmer. Yeah. On Shimmer. Yeah, those are the. Any suggestions on planning? You know, um, put them in the ground. Large hole, small hole. <laughs> Any hole will just, do. Huh? Just as big as the. Where are y'all here in San Antonio? We're in New Braunfels. Oh, okay. Uh, dig a dig a hole big enough for the root ball to go in. Oh, I already got. That. And not not much bigger. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, don't put any desirable soil around it. Just the um, I mean, soil? Yeah, just native soil. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, well, no. if you, it works too to have a, a raised, a raised bed basically. What are you? What's your peach tree? You're having a wonderful performance from just, your peach tree. Is it just a native soil? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's uh, that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, what, what, uh, are you near a river? Are you no. near a stream? No. What we generally recommend to people is that you raise, you put put uh, raised bed uh, ties or some kind of and then you put soil in there and you plant it on there and you have drip irrigation because our <laughs> our basic. Uh, soil in a rocky mm -hmm. um, soil is a challenge. Yeah, you got clay. Mm -hmm. That's why I think yeah. because of the runoff from the roof, the yeah. water yep. is probably what has made that tree survive. Oh yeah, probably so. So well. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, you got yeah. the you got the right species. Okay. Good yeah. luck. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. All right. You take care. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, a reminder from the San Antonio Water System, we are in Stage 2 uh, drought restrictions here in San Antonio. That means that there are uh, some restrictions that you have to abide by uh, when uh, taking care of your yard, but they're pretty easy to do, and they, you can still keep your uh, lawn looking good and, and uh they're all, if you're looking for when you can do it, I'll tell you some of them, uh, but you uh, can go to saws.org forward slash stage two, and you can see all the specifics, but uh, you're, you want to water only on your designated day, and that's based on your address, and again, that's at saws.org forward slash stage two. You can water between 7 a.m. and uh, 11 a.m., and you can water from uh, 7 p.m. to 11 uh, PM as well, so um, you can hand water, and the restrictions are um, really designed for a couple reasons: one, to uh, help keep us where we are and uh, be good uh, stewards of water, uh, but also to help the the pipes and help the system uh, to maintain itself, and to uh, make sure you don't get those fines. And Saws is out there passing out fines now. So, um, what about my certificate? No, your citation. Citation. <laughs> uh, it, hasn't, it hasn't come yet, huh? Okay. No, I've been looking for it. Uh, it's a timer that helped you. It's a timer. Yeah. That's what's helping that timer you. Is it's a, keeping you from getting that citation. It's a, a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go out there and turn it on to run, you I just, just I yeah. can just forget about it. You, you got to write up on uh, plan answers too, don't you? Where oh folks, yeah, folks well, could see what. How Jerry's taking advantage yeah. of this. Uh, this uh, there you go. Tree. 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 Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that, too, right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas at 930 a.m. This is The Answer. 
Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, do you know who that was? That Miss Loretta. That was Miss Loretta. She passed away this week. 90 years old. Yeah, so Al's going to play some music from Loretta. You say, you say she's passed? I said she's passed. Oh, yes, okay. when you talk about well, her. Thank you, Captain. Okay. Hey, you always uh, fussed at me about saying that. Well, just everyone that you talk about. <laughs> well. Okay. Um, the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, right up that Jerry has unplanned answers is about a product that we sell here at Mill Burgers, and they sell it at HEB called the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, which uh, is a winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for Best New Product and allows you to do a really efficient job of watering your uh, trees. I actually use it in the yard, uh, but you, um, it allows you to kind of hug the tree. It opens up, has a hinge, and then it closes around the tree. There are three different sizes, so... Almost any tree will do. Uh, there's 7, 11, and 15 inch. And then you turn it on a little bit to get that root ball. And you turn it on a lot to get the drip irrigate, to get the uh, the drip line. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a terrific product. I'm really enjoying mine, and I'm getting a – I have to get you one, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I asked. I have. It hasn't come yet, so I'll ask again. I saw, but, as I was driving over here, I saw uh, – a little old lady. She was pretty old. Out holding the hose, watering the plants. Okay. So had uh, she, this oh. this severe drought, and as dry as the soil is, I doubt if you can do any good with a handheld hose. Oh. But you can if you put your sprinkler out there, and put it on a low volume and let it run for three or four hours yeah, with your timer yeah with a timer all right so you'll find them here at millburgers and you'll find them at heb 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show all right so what else is going on gentlemen kevin's got a good article in the uh, express today Keep cool weather annuals blooming through the winter. And uh, we uh, last. Do you talk about fertilization? I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Uh, in this article, last last week we talked about uh, snapdragons and calendula and dianthus and yeah, and some uh, some of those that were ready to get in the ground right away. Now this week we talked about those that are a little more heat sensitive. And it surprised me a little bit. Uh, I knew we had pansies, but I didn't expect to see a cyclamen here at the nursery. Oh, you already. mean you weren't given with the heads up? No. <laughs> well, uh, you were you were gone last weekend, and uh, we were talking about sneaking sneaking them in while you were gone. Gosh, yeah, they're beautiful. <laughs> they're beautiful. And uh, uh, Frimola. They're from Colorado, by the way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Cool, cool weather. Yeah. Well, we do mention the uh, the uh, the fact that some of these uh, cool weather annuals yeah. require, well, just like the stocks, they mm-hmm. they require the weather to get cool oh, yeah. and the soil to get cool if you're going to try to uh, try to germinate them. So the nurseries are no, get a yeah. little stressed sometimes. Yeah, just like spinach. Yeah. This is the first weekend we've had spinach. 
That's surprising. And there's a reason that's for that. It's <laughs> like a, yeah. If somebody asked me, I'd probably say a month from now. Yeah. Spinach. <laughs> but uh, the growers are are dealing with it, but uh, yeah, they they have to wait for cool weather too, because they they won't be, they've tried every trick in the book to get those seed to germinate. And uh, commercial growers have the same problem. Uh, they want to seed or uh, plant the seed early uh, to get the finished harvestable early and meet the market, get the highest price on the market. Most of the cool weather annuals we're talking about are uh, you use transplants. Yeah. From the nursery belt, though, one of them that uh, works well with seeds are is uh, sweet peas. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it sort of works well. <laughs> we, we've had some good years with see, uh, with uh, seeds. Yeah. But uh, I, I know in pa- past years, a number of uh, master gardeners and gardening volunteers, South Texas, that like sweet peas as much as I do, mm-hmm. we've uh, we start planting them. I see we soak the seed and mm-hmm. then we plant them, but they they have a tendency to be a little uh, uh, they're they're sen- they're sensitive. Yeah, they don't the like weather. the weather when it's too hot, <laughs> and they don't like the weather when it's too cold. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so, that's, that's so sometimes like a you re- Texan, sometimes yep. you replant them every month for <laughs> right up to about February. Yeah, well you can plant them that late. Yeah, and, and they do, uh, and as well do. as. Uh, English peas. Yeah, now that I've, I've got English snaps. peas coming up in the garden already. Or yeah. sugar snaps. Uh, if you want to grow English peas or sugar snaps, uh, spring is not the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. So, uh, anyway, can you eat eat sweet to peas? No. Is that right? Yeah. Or do they just taste bad? Or No, there's... there's uh, one uh, toxic. They talk about them having Uh-oh. being uh, the, Any, the seeds. Uh, you, yeah, you, you're not you're not supposed to consume the seeds. <laughs> Any anything that pretty has that pretty a bloom. I guess oh, you would that, even consider that fragrance too. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to uh, remember uh, how much they smell the same as stocks. I think they're pretty distinctive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, uh, I the think two. sweet peas are a little bit uh, less, less f- intense. Yeah, yeah, less. <laughs> uh, they don't overpower you yeah. with the fragrance. But they are, like, you, you know, they certainly, both of them, if you got them growing in your garden and you walk into the garden, mm-hmm. you're going to know that you got them uh, yeah. planted. And uh, uh, we've got some stocks here as transplants. And then... Uh, uh, the seed rack has uh, several kinds of sweet peas uh, that you could go ahead and plant. Here, there's our monarch right there. Oh yeah! Oh, it's beautiful. And that the one that's on the lantana, not the, the one. The that's big f- one, yeah. Yeah, the big one. And that, that little one. Look, I'm trying to see if that's. Uh, what is that that just flew by? That one's either golf fritillary or uh, okay. queen. Anyway. <laughs> As just, I was, uh, just, just as, too much action. <laughs> yeah. As I was mentioning a while ago, but my 
train of thought jumped the tracks. Oh, okay. I, that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's where it feels. But anyway, uh, the uh, uh, I was talking about the commercial growers trying to seed the spinach early when it's hot, and uh, they get they might get a stand. Now we're talking about thirty acres, forty acres worth or more, but they they get a stand, but then the stand has yellow plants in it and it it uh die, a lot of uh, plants die and uh <laughs> out of all my years of being here when when uh <laughs> when I find out that or I hear that uh, growers have planted their spinach early I just wait for the next call something's wrong with my spinach is turning uh. yellow why is it yellow? I said, because you planted it too early and you know it. <laughs> you were trying to get greedy and have early spinach, weren't you? So are you saying that if our if our customers uh, plant this spinach, it's gonna, they're going to have a problem with it? No, 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 because obviously it's time to grow spinach. Look at it. Yeah, it looks good <laughs> to me, yeah. And uh, you, if you, if you fertilize the hell out of it. I, I imagine you could get away with using Osmocote, copious amounts around spinach, uh, for a home gardener, because commercial can't do that. But uh, keep that thing growing. The problem, the the problem I have with spinach is that uh, it takes so long for it to get to where you can harvest a mess of it. Uh, you know, we say in Tennessee, get a mess of greens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if some of our listeners. Now they're, not, but, and say. the good news is that uh, once you get your spinach bed uh, producing, oh, yeah. it lasts a long time. Oh yeah, compared, that's, why, that's why I'm thinking I'm compared to the other other greens. But you can give, uh, you know, do your uh, uh, use your other greens, your uh, yeah. bright light Char. Swiss chard yeah. and your kale and everything, and then. As soon as you got enough spinach, you can the spinach can take over. There you go. What's our Crawford reseeding lettuce uh, situation? It's 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 going to come up when it wants to come up. And probably oh no, I meant in terms of does Trace have some? I thought he said he did. I thought he said he did. Yeah, okay. I, I thought he did. Now I've got. Uh, I, 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 I just checked and I, I haven't seen. I mean, my le- no. lettuce hasn't come up, but uh, carrots have come up. And of course, radishes. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen uh, the be- the beets have not come up yet either. So. How big are those radishes? Are they maybe little roots yet? Uh, they're only about oh, okay. two inches tall. Okay. Well, I want you to bring a couple of up here when they make the radish, and let Milton give them a try. Mom likes them, doesn't don't you? Yeah, I don't have any problem with radishes. That's good. And yeah, beets are, boy, are beets good for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't l- beat them. Huh? Beet, beet oh. greens. You can't beat them. Oh, is that the deal? Well, I love beet greens, except they're not They're not as productive. They're kind of like spinach, except they they never, they, they don't get to have a huge production. That's right. But, gosh, they're, they're good for the amount that you get. Oh, yeah. Versus used to grow and sell beet greens 
A lot oh, of wow. a lot of them. People would come after them, especially after. Yeah. Well, and the roots are great too. <laughs> it's even better in rutabagas. How is it you know what to buy to get greens rather than roots? I. You remember you know, that question? I, I, in my experience, a weeks ago? if they if they got roots, they got greens. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Tom, that's Tom pretty good. Scully. That's a pretty general comment. Isn't it? Hey, let's take a quick break while it's we uh, do. It's all that years of stu- study Is and that right? education oh, I've okay. had, yeah. Okay. <laughs> while we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. You come to tell me something, you say I. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. More music from Loretta Lynn as we pay tribute to her today. Hey, don't forget about uh, if you've got pests out there in your home or in your yard, uh, in the attic, on the roof, in the car, (laughs) wherever you got them, you got a friend over there at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. You can get them out of your car? They sure can. All right. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man <laughs> Termite and Pest Control will come on out, evaluate the situation. They'll give you uh, kind of a an overview, which is good. So they'll tell you kind of what's happening, like where they're coming in from. Because I've heard people complain that one pest control came and they sprayed and the things died. And I think they were roaches and they died and then they came back and then they died and they came back and they died and they came back. Well, it turned out <laughs> then they called Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. And it turned out there was a situation where they had a, a weep hole. That um, I think that's what they said that they were coming into. So uh, Spider-Man helped them to uh, keep the weep hole how it was, but also to uh, get rid of the roaches. So uh, so make it less roach friendly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you're looking for a total solution, you want to call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. And go online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Dot com. Read the great reviews and uh, check it out. Go SpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867. That's our number, 210-308-8867. And toll free, Frank is online at uh, 210-308-8867. Hey, Frank, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. And how about everybody over there? We're doing, well, I think I speak for everybody, says we're doing great. Oh, Calvin, you doing okay? Uh, doing swell. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, phew. All right. Staring um, at the cyclamen. Uh, I was catching the last end of the uh, tail end of the citrus tree last week, I believe you were talking about, uh, growing them by seed. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, someone had asked about that. What is it? Okay. And growing citrus by seed. My curiosity was, oh. yeah, is that... Uh, do you have them in stock at your, your Millburgers nursery, or that's something that you're all working on? And if you, what are you growing? Are you growing the oranges, the lemons? Well, and we got we got a lot of lemons, <laughs> uh, limes, Meyer, Meyer lemon, uh, improved Meyer lemon. 
But uh, I don't think he's gotten many Satsumas in yet. I don't know if they're yet to come. Yeah, we'll ask him. But but uh, uh, mainly lemons and limes, I think. Yeah. But uh, now, now, what were we talking about? We were talking about that last week. What, what were we talking about? I think someone had... Um, uh, was talking about their experience with uh, growing them, and I don't. I growing think, them from seed. Yeah, okay. and you remember Steve Brown grew them just before <laughs> he retired, and yeah. that was as soon as he started. He uh, promised that when he started getting yield, he was going to retire, <laughs> and we we predicted it was going to be at least uh, seven or eight years, and I think it was. Couple years less than that. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he had the Darcy's. That's what it was. He grew them from seed, the Darcy oranges. I think. Oh, oh. Okay. You remember that kind of? Yeah. So what are you? What are you trying to do, um, Frank? Are you trying to grow them from seed? Because we'll we'll find out well, what we got here when Trace comes up and visits with us. But what you, what are you trying to do? Okay. Well, mm, I have one that did grow by seed. It's a, a lemon from the oh uh, good Mars Improved. Okay. Yes, and. And uh, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to let it take off. But as uh, like we had this cold winter, all the citrus I had, they all died back to the sour root stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I figured, well, if we got a plan, if I cover it up, and if it comes back up, it's still going to be the original uh, tree. Yeah. W- with a seed. From yes. seed, yeah. From seed, yeah. But and uh, we we had when we first started doing uh, Mr. Moore's uh, Satsumas, uh, we had convinced the nurserymen to uh, to grow them on their own rootstock to root them yeah. instead of. Uh, but uh, I, I have heard Dr. Stein. I've talked to Dr. Stein, and he said there's a grower that's doing them from cuttings. Uh, like, okay. Like we like we started doing. Now the problem with doing it from cuttings now is you have to have your mother trees quarantined in a greenhouse, and so you you ta- you have to take cuttings off your mother trees uh, to root. You can't just go out and get some cuttings from a tree out there, but it, it because it might have that uh, virus, yellow virus or whatever it is. But uh, uh-huh. uh, the interesting thing about that, because, you know, we were all upset about it and testing all the trees in, we could in, uh, in, in, in this area so that uh, we could keep it out of the valley, in the, out of their citrus. Uh, but uh, the interesting thing about that, I heard the other day that... Uh, that it it's in the valley, but it doesn't affect the, the trees. That okay. that citrus okay. yellowing, it, it doesn't affect it like it does in huh. Florida. Hold your breath. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it. <laughs> in fact, I was advised not to promote satsumas. Oh really? All right. Oh yeah. But we down, haven't had it. Down pathologists. That's all they, you know. <laughs> all they can think about is their uh, category, their uh, uh, their diseases, disease, their yeah. specialty. Okay, anyway. But uh, he also, that same pathologist, uh, 
recommended that we no, no longer re, uh, recommend red oaks. Oh. Because of the uh, live oak disease. Probably. Okay. So, you know what I told him, Nick? I can, I can bet. You told him. <laughs> 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 tell everybody that. I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, there may be some on the market here uh, fairly soon from cuttings. Okay. And uh, the the deal there that they have now, they they were, they are, already got uh, Meyer lemon, on their own root system, but uh, they can't decide which satsuma, to, and orange to do. I mean, because like I said, it's going to be limited cuttings. I would okay. recommend if I had been at, I had been asked, they they do navel orange. Because navel orange hmm. is just about as uh, uh, cold tolerant as, uh, as Mr. Moore's Satsumas. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, uh, comment on that. You know, we had those planted out at uh, Uvalde uh, with doc- Dr. Larry Stein out there. And uh, after those hard freezes, he said that... that uh, Arctic frost and <laughs> uh, uh, orange frost are more cold hardy than regular satsumas because uh, <laughs> the regular satsumas froze to death, but uh, the Arctic frost and uh, so we 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 got the right varieties, but uh, when it got that gets that cold, <laughs> you what what you say this citrus is hardy. Uh, when it gets, <laughs> what, did, what did it get, 6 degrees or 20? Yeah, pretty cold, yeah. In the 20s for yeah. uh, several days. Now, Frank, did that help you at all? Because we kind of. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, I guess uh, maybe in a couple of years, maybe sooner. Yeah, what are you, the one you got uh, growing from seed? Yeah, the Meyer, well, the imp- improved. Yes. Mars improved, yes, and the seed okay. came up by speed. Yeah, uh, I do have some of the uh, the, the uh, Arctic frost and orange frost, the Monsumas. Yeah, and no. they're, they're up, but I haven't had any fruit come on it. I it's oh, got to yeah. be a period. Did you have seed? You have seed? You had seed? No, no, they came from the root because they were. Uh, I think they were planted by stems. Uh, I would do oh, that. that right? Okay. That yeah. gardening show and picked they up were the originally that yeah. way. Yes. Uh, do they? They don't have any thorns on them, do they? No. No. Good. I'm growing one like that from <laughs> sprout coming up uh, myself, and uh, has no thorns on it. Now uh. Neil Neil Spear got a question. Uh, he said, somebody asked, uh, he said, wrote in and said, my Arctic frost satsuma died in February. Or so the, I thought a few weeks ago, it sent up shoots a few inches away from the trunk. <laughs> will, will, the, will the tree thrive again? How many trunks should I leave? <laughs> and uh, and I've... I, 
Neil didn't pick up on it, but uh, I looked at her pictures, and it's got long thorns. Yeah, on, I was thinking every, every with, plant. with Frank's experience, he can probably tell us. Yeah, it's kiss, kiss yeah. go by. Right, Milton? No, I would never say uh, that. <laughs> uh, Neil answered, you need to plant a new Arctic Cross Satsumas brought with a tag attached <laughs> next spring. <laughs> Your sprouts are from the root system and are not Arctic frost. Amen and amen. Your plant was grafted, and these sprouts have originated below the graft union. They are from the original plant's rootstock. Good answer. So anyway, we'll see how Uh, it works out. I'm sure uh, Trace will get some of the uh, Arctic frosts and orange frosts in when they become available. You know, there's only a couple of uh, citrus producers in Texas now. Mm-hmm. I mean, greenhouse uh, citrus producers. Because there's so many uh, so many things you have to do to grow citrus. And uh, no citrus grown outside of Texas can be sold in Texas. So it has Correct. to be grown and in I'm, Texas. And they're in such high demand that I'm sure as soon as they come available to him he will get them oh yeah yeah absolutely so. i think he's in already fact, got for, the order in. in fact frank if you want to uh if you think you are you want one you can call their kind of wish list uh at the nursery and uh they'll put you and they'll call you when it gets in oh okay i can do yeah that. just yeah. call milbert that's a 210-497-3760 which you can google it too and find it cool well thanks for calling frank Oh, well. Have a nice day, gentlemen. You too. You too. Good luck to you. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free. 866-308-8867. Got about two and a half minutes. Anything you want to cover before? Uh, Did we, did did the, and I apologize for not remembering, did the GVST thing already happen? Was it this week? Yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday? Okay. No. I just looked at the announcement. I've got okay. the announcement. Okay. But they said it's available to watch. Oh, okay. So you can watch it online. Yeah. Okay, good. I guess go to GVST. At gardeningvolunteers.org. Yeah. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got a question in. Said uh, And Calvin says, early October is a recommended time to fertilize a lawn that has access to irrigation is green and is actively growing with winterizer lawn fertilizer. The nutrients are organized by the grass plants to increase its cold tolerance. Uh, but uh, I, the question I got was from somebody in uh, just down the road here, and uh, they wanted to know when to put on the winterizer fertilizer. <laughs> and uh, I basically I told them if your grass is green, and it stopped growing, which I think all of them have now. Uh, you can fertilize at any time. But if your grass is brown, like mine is, I don't think I'd fertilize no. until it greens up. Or, yeah, or if you got it kind of the, a lot of the lawns are in the halfway. Yeah. And then uh, I think, Jerry, you, you came up with a pretty good recommendation that the uh, uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer, 1959, 
is a, a pretty effective way to go because you're not wasting a lot yeah. of nutri- nutrients and maybe the, the, the lawn best eventually option. yeah the lawn <laughs> eventually will take um, make use of it I know those those sprouts of green grass will probably need some nutrients at some point once, uh, once we get the rains we're gonna get a r- big rain melting really I hope so when? when? That's what the farmers used to say when you, when you ask him, what do you think about this drought? He said, the last drought we had was remedied by a torrential flood. Oh. And then <laughs> then you ask him, what do you think about all this rain we're having? And they say, <laughs> well, <laughs> the last time this happened, it went into a drought. All right, we're going to take a break. Back in a moment on The Instant. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're here live at Milberger's at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> the uh, terror train is chugging by. Lots of uh, families and kids enjoying that. And... Uh, we encourage you to come on by the maze. We haven't gone and looked at the maze yet. Uh, well, not with the hay. I mean, I saw it last <laughs> weekend with that stuff. But yeah, so the I maze get lost is, in the maze. The maze is open. I know. We lost you for that whole show that one I time. I know it. That was scary. They ought to have this way to get an exit. No, that there were older people like me. Get lost. In just get lost in the maze. Poor Jerry. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a good thing you had that flip phone with you. I know it. Could call out. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. All right, what you got there? Let's see. I was talking before we, oh. Oh, yeah, know. we were talking about. Um, okay, here, here we go. Okay. Uh, I'm back on track. Like okay. I, I jumped the track there for a while. But now you're back on track. I'm, ba- so I'm back good. on track. Uh, and this weekend, the garden, Calvin talks Consider planting a recommended variety of shade tree now so it can take advantage of cool weather for root development before it must face the Texas summer. Hmm? Among the varieties to consider, live oak, chinkapin oak, Monterey oak, Texas red oak, but oak, cedar, elm, or Mexican sycamore. Now, if you if you're gonna plant a tree now, and it's in, of course it's in a container or in a root ball, you better be watering that sucker because it is not gonna it is not gonna spread its root system into this rock hard dry soil, and so it can't take advantage of the cool weather for root development until we get moisture in the soil. So you water now, you water in that root ball, just like it, it was out of the ground. Mm. And uh, you've got to make sure to deep soak it, deep soak it like we've been talking about. Yeah. Again, there's several articles on plantanswers.com in the topics of the month. And uh, if you don't do that, you're going to lose your tree. And that's yeah. that's a that's a shame, because uh, people have gone to a lot of trouble to grow that tree for you, 
got to get the acorns and everything else. And so you want to definitely take care of them. So how do you know when the root ball is, is all wet? You just, you, you soak it about every, every, no. Uh, it depends on, now I, I've done an example of, uh, at our education resource center, our new building, we planted uh, two large trees that we got yeah. here. Milbergers. No deer problems, huh? Not anymore. <laughs> now that I put the, uh, the fence up. Okay, just uh, checking. But we've had we've had the the water problems, even with some experienced gardeners. I, I've just been lucky that I've gone and checked. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, so, you know, somebody told me that two days ago they had watered. I got there and the thing was all wilted. Yeah. Oh. Now a shade, a shade tree like cedar elm and chinkapin oak will let you know when they're when they're thirsty. There and you go. So I was, but but you got you just got to be real patient, you know. With it's like that the the root thing that you the, the what do you call your uh, tree hugger? Tree hugger. Tree hugger. Either that or you got to sit there and watch. Let that hose. Yeah, uh, sit there and uh, run for an hour, um, <laughs> but and, uh, most, and move it, and move it around a little bit. Yeah, most people don't are not that patient, and I I, I feel sorry for the people that stand out with a hose <laughs> and water their plants and think they've deep soak have have done the good any good on. Well, we we t- talk about how tolerant recommended species are mm-hmm. they'll, they'll put up and they'll prosper in, in, even in that rocky situation like I'm talking about but not if you don't give them a, a good start they don't have water yeah, yeah they, they can't especially in the weather, weather like we've had they've got to get a, a special attendant and, uh, and I think you know we started out once a week watering on, on those trees and up to twice a week now and, yeah. and checking on them. Yeah. And, uh, uh, again, that's that's in the article on plantanswers.com. And uh, we talk about uh, uh, Justin, the weather weatherman on Channel 12, uh, they've been doing some good statistics on the drought, hmm. which is spreading, by the way. No, no. It's, it's come. It's come into uh, Northern Bear County, but yeah, Northern Bear County, Northwestern. But anyway, uh, he was giving some unbelievable statistics the other day. Uh, how long it's been since we had one inch of rain? For some reason, he didn't talk about two tenths and three tenths mm. and four tenths. But uh, how long has it been? Do you remember? I I, I didn't. Well, we <laughs> I didn't write we, it down. We got the we got that inch and a quarter. Yeah, month. that was uh, wasn't too long ago. Yeah, maybe a month, two six, months, five, six weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I think he's talking about uh, area wide. You, you know, know, some it, people didn't get that when you're when it's. Uh, Temperature when it's in bad soil, a new planted plant, and and uh, w- it was hitting 95 degrees. Yeah, that dry things dry out pretty quick. Oh yeah, it does. 
Uh, I know I did get quite a bit of, of rain in that flat that uh, at that time period, and uh, it, my plants were needing water within three or four days because it was so hot and dry mm. and windy. Well, now is the cooler weather going to help with oh, the yeah. evaporation? And yeah, it's going to help. Okay, but good. It's not going to solve the problem. No, I didn't think it was. I was just curious if it makes a difference. So. No, yeah. And. Uh, yeah, you're you're talking about just en- enough to hang on versus. Yeah. Some uh, enough surplus and uh, st- less stressful situation. If your temperatures get cool at uh, cool at night, you've got a whole different chemistry for for plants in terms of the production of uh, nutrients and reorganizing the nutrients that they have in the plant. Yeah. Uh, on the Neil writes on the lookout, the uh, dry plants. Look on the lookout for dry plants. Trees and shrubs aren't necessarily dropping their leaves because of its autumn. No. Many are very dry. If it's been more than seven to ten days since your area has had rain, very likely, uh, soak the plants deeply. Plants that are kept properly hydrated survive extreme winter temperature weather much better than plants that are kept too dry. And so we're going into winter. Hopefully we'll have rain. (laughs) But we're going into winter. And, uh, you know, you know, October is usually a wet month. So let's hope maybe it'll be again. No. Well, so far, no. So far, no. Yeah. But but, uh, don't jinx it. (laughs) uh, I was I was kind of. Playing around with uh, Mark Peterson last last weekend right. on the show, and uh, I asked him what the definition of uh, drip irrigation was. Remember that? Mm, and, uh, yeah, we. And uh, he quickly spurted out the uh, definition of drip irrigation, which uh, my buddy in Austin, Dennis, and I could not find. A definition of drip irrigation on the internet, and you know Dennis pretty good searching for that stuff. But uh, I, he he had quoted the Saul's definition of yeah, drip for the, irrigation for the purposes of citations and for yeah right this. right right and gave it the n- number and the rule. But I think book. it was also the city city's definition too, maybe or I don't know. Okay. But anyway, Mark's now turning his car around, going, <laughs> "I was almost home." <laughs> oh, okay. that, was that Rob Mark? I think that was Mark that drove by. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we we I diagnosed that definition. Did you? And, and asked him, "How does that how does that differ from a regular sprinkler?" Turned oh. on low volume. Oh, yeah, it had to be continuous Yeah, you were arguing. Well, it can be contiguous. Yeah. Just turn the faucet on. I'm just going to let you argue that on the, <laughs> the citation. I think that can, I think that if it went to court, I'd win that. Day. Yeah, well, the, the views of the host is pure, <laughs> purely his own. <laughs> Thank and, you. Unless you're going to hire Jerry. 
<laughs> as your attorney. You know, we're we're willing to go to court over stuff like that. Is there a mouse in your pocket? Because I don't know who the <laughs> we is. <laughs> Me. Okay. Just despite my warnings by my son Jeremy. Yes. He's a wise he, man. He gets nervous when I go. He said, "Bring on the lawyers." Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you just if you don't don't have a sprinkler like a, a wraparound sprinkler, yeah. uh, tree hugger, you you could just yeah. use your regular sprinkler and control the water flow. That's what drip drip irrigation is not drip. It's low flow so uh you turn your faucet up to just just uh, where you've got a stream coming out that's uh four to six inches long for, for high and uh hook, you better, hook better up be, to the be careful here because you don't want yeah. you don't want people uh Going against the saws. Uh, yeah, Mark made it very clear. Defi definition. Jerry's definition was not the saws definition. That's right. It's not. And so but. For, for the purposes of citations and <laughs> fines, you want to go by the saws definition. But anyway, yeah. What which, which is what, Dave Milton? I don't remember what Mark said. Uh-huh. It, it had to do with uh, uh, flow and uh, orifice size and things like that which you can control with a water hose and a sprinkler no i don't yes think you can i don't think sprinklers counted well I, I, they probably don't but they should because you can control the sprout the uh, sprouts sprouts so, all right so until until you go to the saws meeting and get them to change that okay uh, oh, well, Larry's on the line. 210-308-8867. <laughs> hey there, Larry. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Happy dry Saturday to y'all. <laughs> What's going hey, on, sir? I bought a couple of American Beautyberry bushes in a one-gallon pot from the uh, Texas Native Plant Sale this morning in New Braunfels, and I, they recommended that I put them in the ground instead of overwintering them in the pot. I've got a spot, but of course it's it's ways from the house where it hadn't been watered in uh, you know all summer, yeah. so I was going to pre-irrigate it. Um, I've got a corner uh, where I'm going to put two of them. I was going to put them about maybe I don't know six foot apart, but I was wondering if I pre-irrigate that, you know, and try to get you know moisture, uh, you know, six eight inches deep uh, yeah. in a two three foot circle, you know, water. Uh, by hand or, or when I'm allowed to, uh, you think that that would uh, be adequate? You go to well, dig your hole first. Yeah, dig your hole first, and then yeah, and that would be perfect. So get the adequate. hole. So get the hole started, and then uh, and then yeah. just keep filling up the hole or irrigate around. You yeah, know, if you, make you're really, really generous this at this first time, then it makes makes all of all, all the additional water much more efficient. Yeah, and uh, okay, and it does so, it does it does really well. And, and water and, uh, the like root, you were water the root ball. You forget yeah, well, about they're in a pot. Yeah, they're 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 in, they're in a they're potted. Well, they're they're. I mean, yeah, they're when only. You knock them uh, out of the pot to plant them. Yeah. Water the root ball. Uh, like you were telling the lady with the peach tree a while ago. There you uh, go. Backfill backfill with uh, native soil. Yep. Right. 
What about uh, using some hash to grow or, or something like that on it? Uh, if, that, if that'll make you feel better, go ahead, dear. And if I'm a penny pincher like you are, then what? <laughs> well, no, I, w- I would do that. People, people, it's not like going to hurt people. anything, and it help help get the roots going and to get through the winter. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to use has to grow, again, you, you apply. Would you, recommend some, would you recommend something else? Would you recommend a, a 10-10-10 or something like that in a liquid no, form? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. you're, you're, you're talking about what the reason there's hesitancy in there. The, the tree, the plant is co- concentrating on getting some roots out there. Right. And, and the availability of nut- nutrients is not the most important. Well, excessive nutrients is not the most important thing right now. It's the. That water you talked about, um, I, yeah, I think both Jerry and I uh, don't don't think that the addition of uh, fertilizer and planting for a, a recommended shade tree or shrub is really really that effective. Now, okay, when your plant starts growing, right next spring, then, then it can use some nutrients. But during, right, this, about, during this dry weather, you've got to keep the root ball watered just like it was in a nursery. Yeah, well, as much as I pay for these things, I'll be treating them like uh, my child. Uh, there you go. So what about, uh, should I should I add any rock phosphate to the hole or anything like no, that? No, no. Nothing. You should, you should never add rock phosphate in San Antonio, in this area. I'm in New Braunfels. Yeah, okay, I'm in New Braunfels. You've got alkaline soils. Okay. And, Good uh, deal. All right. Rock, Thank uh, you. Now, now if you want to do something to make you feel good, you can use a root stimulator. Doesn't that okay. sound fun to you? Oh, Doesn't man. that sound That's, good to you? It, it does. It root does. stimulator. I don't know if it works or not or it helps <laughs> at all, but it'll make you feel better. No, I think you'd right. feel better not using it. Uh, what? I'm, 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 uh, <laughs> he wants I'm to use something, Melton. I'm going to err on, well, not necessarily. I'm going to err on the uh, less expensive side, so I'll, oh, I'll take y'all's advice and don't do a damn Maybe. thing and put that, put that, there I'm going to put the, put that money towards water. Oh, okay. There you go. That's good. Yeah, that's, right. a, that's a good hey, plant you got there. Enjoy the program. Y'all Thank you, care. man. All right. See ya. You Bye. take care. We're going to take a quick break. Give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 AM, The Answer. You're the reason I can't little darling. And welcome back to Milton Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, that was Loretta and Conway Twitty. Yeah, okay. they, they were good together. All right, 210-308-8867. But again, once a reminder to you, San Antonio Water System wants you to know we are in stage two. There are restrictions. The rules are very clear on uh, saws.org forward slash stage two. 
Uh, you can water and sprinkle. Use a sprinkler on your designated day, uh, and that's on that set that uh, website. And uh, 7 to 11 a.m. or 7 to 11 p.m. And actually, it's and because you can do it twice on those two days. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can find out all about that. And you want to do. Uh, Find out all the rules because they do get very specific uh, when you go to that website. When you go to saws.org, you'll see a little thing right there at the beginning. It says Tage 2. You can click on that and learn all the rules about hand watering, about drip, and all that stuff that you need to know to keep your yard looking good and to uh, stay away from those nasty fines and citations. So uh, check it out, saws.org forward slash stage 2. 210-308-8867. Let's see. David is on the line. Hi, David. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I think Trace is going to be here to help you with your question, too, if you give him a second. What's going on, David? I have uh, St. Augustine grass. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. It's in pretty good shape. I was just wondering uh, what kind of winterizing uh, fertilizer I need to put down and when. So it's in good shape? Yeah. Well, then, then, then our normal recommendation is St. Augustine Trace. Winterizer uh, put on at this time of the year, and the the winterizer is is good because uh, it's a fast release nitrogen source, and the grass has has changed its growth mode, and now it uses that nitrogen to uh, uh, reinforce its cold tolerance and also. Uh, to contribute to its fast uh, green up in the spring. Now, the, the reason any particular we, brand? Uh, well, the, of course, the the obvious one is uh, Milberger's eighteen six twelve. Yeah, because okay. it's a, a lot of a lot of nitrogen. It's a good bargain. Well, 18, no fertilizer 12. is a good bargain nowadays. <laughs> but uh, but uh, right, right. But that 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 one works well, gets the job done, and uh, is uh, efficient in terms of comparing the cost to others. On on sale here now for five dollars off the regular price, which is forty nine ninety nine, just real close to fifty dollars. Uh, the okay. forty All forty right. pound bag covers seventy two hundred square feet. Oh, that'd be perfect because I've got uh, roughly four thousand in some mud. Okay, good. It does have uh, directions for trees and shrubs on it too. So oh uh, yes, whatever's, yeah, you... whatever's left, you can give them a little food too. Yeah, they're oh, all right. You're probably you're, right, pro well, you're probably going to need to water it in. Well, I have a sprinkler system, so uh, okay, yeah. And I, and I follow the saws rule whether there I like you, it. There or you not, go, but, you know. my man. This water on designated day. And it's designated time, and it probably turns off when it's supposed to. All right. Exactly. Way to go. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you, sir. No, thank All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? Well, I'm partial to Millburgers 18th. Sure. No. <laughs> yeah, wonder right. why. I don't know. Apparently, there are a lot of zombies here. I keep hearing him yell about the zombies. And one was apparently in a yellow shirt. Yeah. I think I, he said that. I don't I know got where that got. called a lemon once, too. <laughs> he called you a lemon? Yeah. Peter got called like an old man. Oh, so man. He's not making. Y'all aren't alone. He is not making friends. Uh, <laughs> the, the conductor of the terror train. 
uh, which we can hear. Al says he can hear it back at the station, so we know it's going on <laughs> over the air, which is good. Well, what else is going on besides that? We mentioned the mammography and the university health folks are going to be here next Sunday. Yeah, I think we've got the Ten to uh, two. Lions Club coming pretty soon. Oh, good. Okay. Are they doing the glasses? Yeah. yeah. And I think they're doing, do, are they doing eye checks like they normally I do? Think, I think so. Good. That's, that's real valuable, I, too. I think that's the same day. Oh, as uh, I think so. Okay. I didn't check see that, it. Check that out. Okay, I'm going to check it out. I heard a rumor. Okay, I'm going to look for it. Uh, let's see. And on that, regardless, we have a box year-round where you can bring yeah. your old spectacles that may or may not be your right prescription anymore. And you can leave them, and they will uh, re, uh, rehome them to somebody <laughs> who cannot afford to get the right prescription. No, and that's real helpful. And, again, with the eye things, we'll have to uh, – to, uh, it's not on the calendar yet, but we'll, uh, we'll okay. check it out and right. tell you tomorrow. With me, it was amazing. I had so many spare pairs of glasses at my age. <laughs> Tra- Trace had to get a bob, one of the bobcats to, uh, to, to pick them all up and beep, to load them beep, in. Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, put them in the lines. But, but a, a lot of folks to do that, they just keep accumulating. Yeah, they stick them in the same drawer. Just think, you can clean out that drawer and put something else there. Yeah, yeah well, and you can help somebody at the same time. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And they... Uh, Milton mentioned, well, I think it's still the same that the uh, glasses in, it could end up di- being distributed both in the United States and mm-hmm. uh, even in South America and Africa. Mm-hmm. What, uh, lots of opportunities, uh, folks that are that ha- cannot afford uh, to get prescription sunglasses, and uh, this really makes a difference for them. I'm trying to find it on the Lions Club website. Okay. <laughs> But uh, anyway, we talked about. Uh, I went in and looked at your. Oh, we need to ask Trace about the, the uh, citrus. Okay. We promised we'd ask the guy. Uh, what was he looking for? Was he looking for Satsumas? Yeah. Okay. Any in yet? We told him he's gonna he's gonna call and get on the wish list. Yeah, that's the right answer. Okay. Good. So uh, the first source that shipped this, I guess they took cuttings and they told us they were waiting for a flush. Uh, and that's been like six weeks, and, uh, oh. so we don't know. And the second guy, when we turned the order, and he said he, he came back and said that he had like 50 of the plants that we ordered. It wasn't worth the freight to get the whole truck mm. for 50 plants. Hmm. So uh, anyway, right, right to second, the answer is no, and, okay. and I don't know. Okay. Okay. But he's going to get on the list so he can just yep. sit back, watch TV, and that's, wait for the call. That's the best answer. Okay. So you were going to say something. I'm still looking for the Lions Club. <laughs> but uh, which, that, which have, one are they? Do you, you remember? Have that thing we talked about earlier. You were going to keep keep track of it for me. I do. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Only tell me if it's good news. Oh, it's pretty good news. Okay. All right. I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you at the break. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you still got the marigolds on there. Uh, but I bet deer won't eat a marigold. It smells funny. I bet it tastes funny, too. Yeah. Well, you know that that uh, uh, native marigold, what do they yeah, call mint, it? Uh, mint that marigold. It blooms only in the spring. Fall. In the fall. Yeah. What do they call it? Mint marigold. Mint marigold. That has oh, yeah, that's a marigold quite, fragrance that's smell a, to it. Oh, that's quite a different 
smell though. And then there's Copper Canyon Daisy, which can have that same. Yeah, they won't. Smell. They, won't they won't touch that. But that blooms in the late fall too. And that marigolds are the traditional plant for All oh, Souls right. All oh, Saints yeah. Day. So it's time to get them in, get them established before Halloween and All Souls All Saints Day. Yeah. And they really will bloom better in the uh, in the fall than they do in the spring. They just started blooming something fierce this last week. Oh, oh is that yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you still got some Mexican bird of paradise. Found some. Oh, uh, is Yep. <laughs> are they blooming? Or are they getting? No, they're gallon cans. They're, but the the market kind of all dried up. Couldn't couldn't find any any at all until we saw these one gallons. So. Yeah. So uh, they will bloom next year. Yeah. So you you need to get them in, and uh, yeah, they 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 need to be watered, but uh, not quite as much as something else. But uh, they will establish their root system, hopefully, and really be put on a show next next spring. spring. Uh, where's my flare of biscuit? Did you move it? We put all the hibiscus together so that the sign meant something. Okay. Because the sign was only on your flare, and it wasn't on the tropicals oh. or the other ones. <laughs> so where are they? Uh, they're all out by the horse. Yeah, I was going to say, I see a sign by the horse. Oh, I was wondering okay. if that's where they were. Okay. Are they still 50? Yes. Okay, 50 off. Okay. So the the <laughs> if you want the best uh, perennial hibiscus, you want to... Come and get a flare. If I remember correctly, there's still some Texas Star out there. Oh, yeah, good. That's, that's a pretty a good one, one as too. Well, as well as some tropical hibiscus. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the perennial hibiscus, you won't have to worry about covering or anything. But uh, perennial hibiscus likes to be around water. So uh, it you're going to have to keep it well watered. And... Uh, it's it's basically a water plant. Hibiscus is. We've had them come in before with our uh, pond plants. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And Was that the one a long time ago said that it can run across the swamp or it can? No, that's. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Polius. No, that's. Uh, uh, Jeez. It'll come to you. Hold on. One of my favorite plants. Okay. Uh, Rootstock for sweet potato. Uh, It'll come to you in a sec. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, The maize. What's the maize doing? Everything is up and functioning. We finally got our hay. Hey. All right. Oh, the pumpkins look so much better with all the hay. It does look better. (laughs) <laughs> and the, the maze looks uh, complete because it wasn't before. Yeah. But I, I honestly can say I think this is the best looking it's been uh, ever. Oh, yeah. it's you got some Indifferent. pretty uh, Halloween-y stuff. So yeah. I, got, I got here Bruce just some. in time. Of, there were about oh, four parents and seven or eight kids over there and something, a big spider or something. It just came oh. out. And all the kids <laughs> that's the best part and the parent the parents weren't sure you know whether that they, they they wanted to smile but they were worried about the oh kids. okay 
but it, it was uh, after, of course, after a minute or so, the kids got, got to appreciate it, too. Reminds me of what we used to do to my daughter. Uh -oh. oh, no. So she'd pick up anything off of the kitchen counter. So my wife just set down a lemon. Uh-oh. And, of course, uh. she put it in her mouth just like an orange. And again. And again. Oh. And again, because she didn't learn her lesson the first five or six times. <laughs> no. We just kept doing it, and all we did was laugh. <laughs> <laughs> did she eventually learn? Uh She's 29. She still hasn't learned. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. She might have liked the bitterness of a. We, we just kept doing. We just kept letting it happen because the look on her face was spectacular. Bush morning glory. Oh, that's right. There you go. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, Bush morning glory. And we ha we we had some. We had lots of seed come true from seed, and uh, really easy from cuttings. But. Uh, it's ugly in a container until it starts no. blooming. All mine died. Oh, no. Two years ago. Winter. Yeah. But anyway. It's a, it's a I told you to remember. It's the toughest plant <laughs> that's, a, that's living other than blue, blue uh, purple heart. Other than purple heart. Uh, and when you, what kind of snapdragons have we got, uh, Trace? Uh, we got a lot of snapdragons, but no rockets. So we've got a couple different types of dwarfs and then uh, some intermediates, but so none, of the, none of the tall ones. Almost looks like sonnets over there. They're kind of large, yeah. There are some sonnets. Yeah, they look good. Now, my uh, rockets that I got here at Mill Rivers are looking, looking good. It takes them a little while. They look kind of spindly for a while, and then they get the, some muscle and uh, really looking good. As long as you keep, keep them watered, and there, there was a challenge with this uh, temperatures the way we had. But now they're really uh, perked up and uh, taking they're, they're care. They're enjoying this weather just like we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we talked about, we mentioned uh, citrus uh, starting at forty nine ninety nine, And... Uh, you said a great selection of lemons, limes, and more. Are those lemons and limes, some of them on that uh, Flying Dragon rootstock? That's why it's, yes. That's why it says starting at 49 because oh. fly, Flying Dragon costs a lot more. Oh, yeah. So those a lot, are, lot harder to graft. Those are 69.99 on the fly, Flying oh. Dragon rootstock. Okay. But that will supposedly keep the plant smaller. This is true. And... Uh, yeah, you've got great in the half of whiskey barrels. So uh, a lot of people are walking out of here with those lemons and limes. And they will all the way through Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, But uh, you probably want to figure out, let's see, you you've got big containers here, too. Are sure. you, you sell all your pots containers? Oh, I got big pots. I got big whiskey barrels. There you go. Okay. That's probably better to think about for those. Uh, lemons and limes. And, uh, I even got some 25-gallon used nursery pots. That they there you that go. Work That'll work. That's what I put in mind then. But uh, and just in case, uh, you know, we have another extremely cold temperature, uh, you need to keep them somewhere that you can move them in. Like I, I used to grow stuff in, in the whiskey barrel types. And I would put uh, heavy-duty coasters 
on the just put them right in the uh, uh, wood of the whiskey barrel and just a heavy duty coasters and uh, then put your plants in there and copious amounts of osmocote I might mention mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, then you can roll it to protection w- in case it gets well let's see what do you say Calvin uh, below below probably below 29 right yeah, I it think could so. probably it take a the, little more. Yeah, it depends on how long the cold. Yeah. How, in terms of the lemon and limes, 29, 30 even. Yeah. Um, but the uh, Satsumas always was a little Yeah, less they're a little bit better. Yeah, 20, 28 or even 27 degrees. But the lemon you have is improved Meyer, right? I think I have more than one kind. Oh, is that right? Okay. Uh, that's uh, you got so many of those improved Myers in <laughs> in the spring. I was I was kidding you about them. They were lining the fence out there. Uh, also, I've been seeing a lot of uh, firebush going out, mainly because they're full bloom. They are <laughs> they're nice. Blooming. They're pretty. birds uh, love them. Yeah. Hummingbird and bees, regular bee, hummingbee. So you know, we always talk about that uh, dwarf firebush. Hey there, and, Billy. Uh, so the booms are a little bit different color, and the leaves are a little bit smaller. And we assumed that it was going to stay shorter. I've got one now that's six feet tall. Hello, oh, hello. Oh, wow. Hey, let's take the opportunity. We're up against a break, so let's take it right now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Milberg's. Hold on, Trace. I have news for you. Back in a moment. Trace, Trace, Trace. Hold on a second. Just two seconds. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Those were nice songs, Al. Nice job. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Plenty of time to answer that gardening question that's been on your mind for a while at 210-308-8867. Wow, look at all the viburnums. Two wagons. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hmm. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that my vi- the viburnums are not in that same uh, situation as the hollies, where they where they, where they don't reflect a, a dryness by wilting. Yeah. Because I uh, they did a, a wilt and I quick gave them some water and they perked up. Good. Unlike. I, not, much more than I expected, and unlike the the hollies. Yeah. So that that's a good that's a good sign. Yeah, we gotta we gotta start talking about uh, 
how to recognize uh, drought stress. People may be seeing something, seeing it happen on their plants and not realizing that's what it is. Even though they realize, they should realize that we haven't had significant rainfall in um, uh, over a year, I guess it is. Uh, but uh, Neil's, Neil's got a question. Says, why are my Mexican heather plants dying one branch at a time? Water is consistent along this 40-foot planting, and five of the 20 plants are suffering a slow death. A bed of salvia gregei has the same symptoms. Hmm. <laughs> he said, uh, he, Neil is uh, trying to break the news to these people that they let their plants dry out hmm. real subtle, not like me, man. Answer said, I'll take you through my diagnosis process. As soon as you brought, brought Salvia Grega into the discussion, that ruled out diseases. The two species are totally unrelated. That means that it's highly unlikely that any one disease would attack both plants. And you didn't mention seeing insects, so I'll rule them out too. That leads us to cultural issues. Either the plants got way too dry. Yeah. One or more times, or they were given too much fertilizer or, or suffering from a gas leak, weed, drift or weed killer drift, or some other odd problem. Just because it's hard to forget the monumental heat and drought we've been through, I'm guessing I'm guess that they were involved. Now the reason I mentioned Mexican heather is because uh, it's on sale. Uh, it's a, it's a good plant, low mounding perennial with small purple blooms. People really like it. Oh yeah, great as a border. Bees like plant. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our patio plant. I like Num- it on that on that drought thing. I like. Uh, horticulture is to go one step further and quite often we'll have a gar- gardeners relatively good gardeners will say that well they water on a regular yeah. basis but then then it's just like those trees I was telling you guys mm-hmm. about but I mean uh, five minutes or f- uh, four minutes uh, with the hose handheld hose is not, not going to do it it's not not enough you, Especially that once it gets behind that initial oh yeah uh, wa- wa- root root watering once you get that caught up then you can be uh, less conscientious in terms of how long you water but it's gotta you gotta first time it, you get in that deficit situation you really gotta water it yeah so deep soak it yeah do you you realize how long it took me to get Calvin to say root instead of rut. <laughs> Remember he used to say rut? It was right on the rough. <laughs> Creek. 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 Okay. Creek. But anyway, he's he's become a real Texan now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, that Mexican heather is on sale number one pots for uh, gallons. 
uh, $8.99 on sale for $7.88 or three for $21. $7 a piece. Mm-hmm. How do you like no, that? You did. Yeah, you did that one. Uh, I think Trace puts one of those easy ones in there for me every now and then. Yeah. Uh, ornamental grass is a sale. All ornamental grass is 20% off. Now, some ornamental grasses are are hardy, and some are cold tolerant. They they freeze out. So. Uh, uh-oh. Right there. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Right. We've never been asked that before. <laughs> What's that? I don't think we've been asked where the water fountain was before. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but that he didn't say he wanted to go pee in the fountain. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No. I think you're okay. <laughs> well, you pointed in the right direction regardless <laughs> of what he said. <laughs> but anyway, the red yucca, that's, that red yucca is beautiful and very, t- very tough. Is red yucca mm-hmm. deer resistant, Mel? I don't know. They yes, li- the deer like the flowers, <laughs> and they also, uh, when I like I said when I first started fooling with these deer resistant plants, I was out at uh, Fair Fair Oaks, uh, yeah, Fair Oaks, and uh, a lady said came up said they run my red my luck luck ruck. <laughs> Red yucca. yuccas, because when you, when uh, any yucca comes out dormancy and blooms in the or sprouts in the in the uh, spring, it looks like asparagus, and so the deer will eat, grab that tender oh. s- tender sprout, pull it out of the ground, pull the whole plant out of the ground. Hmm. Killed all her yucca, <laughs> or she had to go out there and replant them pretty quick. That's one of those that the uh, liquid fence, yeah, really works pretty well. You got to be pretty generous with it. Yeah, <laughs> the, I was asking. Uh, I wanted to try to plant some uh, blue bonnet tra- plants when when they come in uh, down to a place where they got lots of deer, and. Uh, I was going to use liquid fence. We've heard how good it is, but uh, I never have used it myself. And I didn't know whether you dilute it or straight out of the jug. But uh, I call, that's when I called you, and you said you used a, a backpack sprayer, and you have to dilute it. They may have a pre, pre-mixed, too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it seemed like by now they might. Yeah. But yeah. I... But, but uh, anytime, well, her, Herbis, well, those products like that, you can buy, I think I must have bought my last one like 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, also, just, you dilute it quite a bit, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember exactly what the... Does it, does it stink when you dilute it? it? You can smell it. You yeah. can smell it? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Trace was telling us that they've got one. He says, yeah, there's several. That, that, uh, <laughs> that uh, doesn't stink as bad. Oh. I hope it works better. Yeah, it's always reassuring, this, this smell. 
<laughs> that's like the first time I used Saigon insecticide on my grapes in in Tennessee. And the first <laughs> first time I used it, I mixed it wrong, of course, very strong. And uh, I told my mother, I said, if stink kills, I'm a dead man. Because <laughs> that Saigon is... If Orthene wasn't around then, but uh, it it stunk good. It did a good job. Uh, but anyway, let's see. We talked about Firebush and yeah, Mexican Heather <laughs> and the the citrus and Pride of Barbados. By the way, most people that have established Pride of Barbados, yeah, they've bloomed out. Okay. And, and the, uh, I watched my neighbors who got a whole row of them. And uh, I guess, I don't know if he collects the seed or people coming by collect the seed. But uh, it produces a lot of seed. But uh, I looked at them uh, this week, not a seed pod ah. on them. So I imagine some they, they got them. The, the people will walk the dogs and stuff by the, have got I hope they let them dry because uh, if they got them green, uh, they go. Uh oh. I can't believe he's blaming dog walkers. <laughs> now he's going after the dog walkers. <laughs> well, I mean. No, no. Now you're. It, now you're. It, you're it, now you've gone too far now. To walk your dog <laughs> down that sidewalk, these, uh, these plants will brush you, brush your arm. Yeah. So it's easy to pick them all, pick the seed up. Or joggers, maybe joggers or joggers. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's darn joggers. Yeah, it's not the dog walkers, it's the joggers. I'm pretty sure I don't fall into the jogger category anymore, (laughs) so I'm okay. Everybody's getting those. uh, There's some pansies, guys. Oh, you you got some, huh? What's the big jug? I don't know. Yeah. Is that don't root know. stimulator? I don't know. Could be a, there, there's about 25 products that have. Oh, that kind the, of to kind of look to it. Well, listen, we're just about out of time. So uh, if you don't want to, if you want to wait till tomorrow, you're okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll find out about what's happening at Millburgers next weekend, next uh, Saturday and Sunday. We know that the uh, University Health is going to be here. With uh, and doing the mammography uh, screenings, uh, no cost, and then uh, uh, then um, you can go to millburgernursery.com to register for that, and I'll get more details on that, and we'll get more details on the Lions Club and see if they'll be here too. So, come on out, enjoy the day, enjoy the nursery, enjoy the maze, and scare the kids a little bit at Millburgers, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Thanks, Al. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.